0: Welcome to the Elevate Your Equity podcast, where investors with a special emphasis on couples begin, continue, and deepen their journey to financial freedom together using the powerful vehicle of real estate investing to do it. Today, we are here live from Yosemite in the foothills of California's Yosemite National Forest. And uh, today's a very special show. I know that most of the times we bring on some guests and uh, we may have had another show in the past where we just talked about what we have going on in our lives. And we want to do another one of those because we have been going through rapid transformation in the last couple of weeks and months actually. So ever since we started leaving our situation back at home where we had a home and a home base, now we're still digital nomading and uh, we have a lot more of our journey left. A couple of updates since we have made that jump. But the main thing for me, is that I actually put in my notice to leave my W-2, my full-time job. Ever since then, I have not looked back, and it's just been a ride, a roller coaster ride of just full abundance from a lot of different angles. But mainly, it's incredible what will happen when you just bust through the fear, uh, and you start to realize that life is just kind of what you ask of it. And if you start asking it more questions than just what can I do within my paycheck? Then amazing things start to happen. Uh, I'll give you guys an example about what's happening so far. After we made the decision to leave the job, a whole bunch of opportunities started opening up and more capital started flowing into our, in, in our way. And because of that, it looks like the decision for me to leave the job may have been one of the best things that we've decided to do for ourselves. And that's one of the scenarios that I thought was just completely amazing is that really it's just fear that are holding us back from doing what we love to do each day. I know that there's some level of utilitarianism that needs to be in place. Like you do need to have some sort of you know, money or reserves or something to be able to pursue what you're going to do so that you're not living on the street. But in general, I think that uh, being able to get yourself set up in terms of financially and get the skills ready to be able to leave the full-time jobs, you can do something else, or at least hit the ground running. Giving yourself a year runway of expenses is going to be really important as your foundation, your basis to leave your W-2 if you want to do that. Anyway, I'll stop right here. I was going to ask Sophie if she had any thoughts on uh, on any of this magic that's happening right now.
1: <laughs> so just to give everyone context, Because I think Derek, he's so excited and he wanted to just jump right into sharing the news (laughs) of leaving his W2 or putting it in his notice. So what we decided to do for all the first time listeners is a month ago, we sold our house in Northern California and we just decided to become digital nomads meaning that we just took our work, we're taking our work virtually and we've been hopping from one Airbnb to another. So far we've been in Palm Springs and San Diego and Dana Point and so and then we were in LA last week with family. It was so wonderful to see our family again after over a year and a half of not seeing them due to COVID and the lockdown. And this week we are in, like Derek was saying, we're in Yosemite, and we're we've just been so grateful and lucky to be able to be given this opportunity. And right now we're literally like staying in this secluded cabin, looking. We get to wake up and do yoga, and have our morning tea, looking at the sunrise, and still continue our daily jobs, um, doing what we're doing. But really, I think. The beauty of all this is that we've been able to like meet ourselves again to get reintroduced to our true selves again. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, I think so. And really a lot of it has been fear. And and actually, you know, it's really funny you say that so many people may not even know what their true selves are because they've been suppressing it for such a long time. Now, going back to the full-time job, I I just want to emphasize too that I'm not ungrateful for it. And I'm still working the full-time job. I've just made the decision to put in a resignation for like a you know two to three month period of time where they try to find a replacement for me because I am really grateful for everything that the job has enabled me to do. Like while I've been working, the flexibility during COVID has been great. My supervisors and my leadership team have been excellent. And the people that I work with in general have been really, really wonderful people. So it's not like I'm leaving this job and there's like some sort of bitter you know, aftertaste from anyone's perspective. As a matter of fact, a lot of people have wished me well, at least the people that know right now at the full-time job. So I think having that gratitude is really important for the full-time job. It's just that right now we're in a point where we've been able to understand that the job had a usefulness. And now that the job has fulfilled its need, um, it's helped provide a financial basis for us to be able to do what we're doing and then make the transition to fully rely on our own skills and our own business acumen to to live essentially that's where we are right now and i think that you know by by jumping into this head first it's forcing me to face my own fear and the patterns that have been ingrained in my mindset for such a long time and by facing this fear I'm going to be testing myself as much as I can, right? Into this field of the unknown, right? It's the field of you perform or you don't eat. Uh, that's a little bit extreme, but that's kind of where we are right now. And Sophie knows me well. I'm kind of a, a risk adverse person when it comes to trying to live. And, and we, we've been budgeting at least up until a couple of years ago, right? We've been fully, we've been budgeting every dollar that comes into our financial picture. But the whole point of all of this is that we really want to bring ourselves back into the abundant state, the state where we're relying on ourselves for income. And I know every single time that we throw ourselves up in the air, we're going to land on our feet. That's always been the case. That's what our, our coaches have told us. And so we're really excited for this chapter in our lives. And in our relationship, it's also given us a another advantage there too, because Sophie and I have had the conversation that the now the, the breadwinner spot is up for grabs. So she and I are now splitting duties a little bit more. Um, I'm promising to start to pick up more of the cooking duties and some of the stuff at home to help her be able to focus on some of her own business desires as well. So that's led to increased communication, more talks about vision, where we're going, about business, just all of the things that we had before with the full-time job, things are changing a lot in a very, a lot of small ways that add up over time. So I'm already starting to see some of the fruit of it in my own happiness, my own, my own excitedness to wake up in the morning and go chase after it. So that's where I am at this point. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else? Did you want to ask anything or did you, uh do you have any thoughts on what's been going on?
1: I don't know. I just feel like, um, I just feel like there's been a lot of, like I said earlier, like we've kind of been reintroduced back to ourselves in the sense that, you know, for so long we've been in this grind, this hustling mode. And it's almost like we've had to to like Derek was saying, suppress our true selves and take on this identity that we've we've consented to taking on from society, whether it be through our jobs or conditioning you know, condition yeah through like a conditioning process and so this has been a really amazing time of reflection and like Derek was saying and of a lot of gratitude it's one of those moments where I as a naturopathic doctor have really come to the understanding that you can't separate your health and your wealth and so we always you know we always talk about this and the moment that we realigned with who we are again and our deepest truest desires then all of a sudden like Derek was saying things started showing up opportunities started opening up and we just stepped into that possibility that we quite couldn't see before because we were maybe standing in our own way and I've been asked by friends that like you know how do you even get out of your own way right you know and we've we've struggled with this because again if we if you take on that hustling mentality you will be in your own way for quite some time because of that laser focused vision of you know financial freedom of making a certain amount of money and you know what have you you just fill in the blank but i think what i've come to realize during this whole journey so far we're in month 2 is that for me? It's it's been really important to align myself with um, what I feel like is like my truer nature, and kind of letting the world open up and stepping into that flow of abundance, like Derek was saying again. So, um, so yeah,
0: mm. yeah, tapping into the source, right? Mm. Like trying to figure out, you know, where where your energy and your time and your effort is going to be best used. I think maybe what we should talk about now real quick is maybe some, some tips for people, right. Who maybe are looking to leave their W2 job. This is, this is, this is something that we should be hitting on a little bit. And I haven't prepared anything for this. Like we just wanted to get in front of the microphone and talk to you guys authentically because, you know, we feel that that's really important and sometimes we surprise ourselves when we start talking into the microphone, (laughs) but maybe a few tips that I would have for people who are looking to leave their W2. First thing is start to be prepared. I think one thing is like start to realize what it is that you could possibly be doing. Don't leave your full-time job without having any skills. That's one way to kind of set yourself up for more frustration, especially if you have kids or you have like a, um, a very involved financial situation, make sure you understand, what it is that you could do, like what skills that you have. And there they could be vast, like you could have a whole bunch of them. So I would just like kind of list them all out and say, okay, what skills do I have right now that I could kind of take advantage of? The second thing is know your numbers. I would say know how much money you have coming in, how much money you have going out, right? And whatever that difference is, whatever your expenses are, that's going to be what you're going to need to live off of for a certain amount of time. And for this exercise, I would budget about, let's say, you know, for instance, you find out that your expenses are $4,000, $5,000 a month. My recommendation would be for you to count on working and saving up money, not in your 401k, not in in your pension plan, but in your actual cash account. I would say save up anywhere between nine to 16 months. And by saving up nine to sixteen months worth of savings, so for five thousand dollars, that's going to be somewhere around fifty to seventy-five thousand, something like that. Saving up that amount of money will give you an entire year to be able to figure out what you're doing. If you have a spouse that's working, then that also you know goes to credit. And and I think the third thing is talking to your spouse, obviously about doing this, uh, making sure that you're both signed off and you both understand what the risks are, and talking through that will help make sure that you're both prepared for that.
1: Yeah. And and just keep in mind that, you know, this wasn't sort of a spontaneous, impulsive decision. Mm -hmm. It's been years in the making. I mean, honestly, like we've just celebrated our six year anniversary and um, of marriage and 11 years of being together. And these are conversations that have been going on since we first met, just sharing visions with each other, sharing, you know, just really like maybe unconsciously planning for this moment for all these years together. And so just keep in mind that, you know, it's not an overnight thing, but if it's something that for lack of a better phrase, like your soul is craving and you're hungry for, then start having those conversations with your spouse, with yourself and really come to understand you know, what it takes, like Derek was, as Derek listed, to get you to that place of, again, stepping into possibility, stepping into what your definition of freedom is, whether it be geographical freedom, financial freedom, the freedom of giving back, just the freedom of exploration. So, you know, you name your freedoms. And I just feel like, once you have that foundation, the rest tends Mm -hmm. to somewhat fall into place, like you'll meet, the people. I mean, if you're listening to this now, it's no coincidence. Let's just say that. Uh, But otherwise, you know, I, again, I'm really, really grateful. Um, I was telling my friends yesterday and I said this for the first time and they called me out on it. And, you know, by calling me out, they just, you know, they, they can see that I was very aligned when I said, you know, I'm so in love with my life. And I don't think I've ever said that before. In my entire life, because there was always, like I said, some sort of hustle, some sort of um, urgent pressure, need pressure. Yeah, and so here it's like I'm more productive than ever, and I feel healthier than ever. So I would really, really challenge, encourage, and I would really challenge, encourage everybody who's listening to this right now to kind of take a stab at of. Uh, asking yourself what you really want in your life Mm -hmm. because it's definitely, definitely worth shooting for.
0: Yeah, thank you. Well said. I mean, I think that life is very short. And if you don't know what you're doing or you don't have the time to put a plan together, most people, uh, this is a a cliche that I've heard before, but it is true, at least before we, Sophie and I went on this journey about eight, nine years ago, ever since we started talking with each other and uh, since we knew, known each other is that most people spend more time planning their vacations than they do their life. And I think that starting at, at the high picture, right? Starting with what you have, number one, like setting out an understanding of what your skills are that you could be tapping into. Number two, knowing your finances and understanding what it is that you could, how, how long it's going to take you to work your full-time job and, or develop the skills or hone skills that you need. And then number three, Talking with your spouse, making sure that everyone's aligned there. Number four is mindset. There's going to be a lot of fear and doubt, right? When you leave a full-time job that both you and your spouse are going to have to go through together. Lucky for me, Sophie was already ready for a long time. (laughs) So it was me that had to kind of catch up to all of that. And then number five is trusting yourself and being mindful of that. You're going to go through a lot of emotions, right? You're going to go through a lot of things where You're like, do I really want to do this or should I really do this? Is this the really right decision? And you're going to face issues of what do I tell my family? Like I'm leaving my job. I'm not going to have any place to work. Like, what am I going to do? All of those things, they add up and they're all kind of like working together. And if you can work on all five of those things, In a short amount of time, let's say it takes you a year to save up your money, to get your mindset right, to get yourself in a place where you're talking with other people who have done this before. Those are all things that you can do to help get yourself primed and ready to go. And just speaking again from the heart here, it's been the biggest blessing to be able to do this with my partner. Working together as a team helps bring the best of both of us out in our work and in our relationship. She calls me out on things. I call her out on things. We make sure we hold each other accountable and we know that when we're working together, we're going to be able to do anything that we put our mind to. And so far we've seen amazing results because of that. So not only has this been locational freedom for us, but this has actually opened up the second degree of freedom, which is time for us. Mm. Um, We still have Financial left when we can cover all of our expenses with the money that we're making from passive income or from our investments. Uh, but we're actively pursuing that, and just excited to build that whole thing up. Uh, we have full control of our expenses now because we don't have a home base, so we can start, you know, driving around. And if we needed to, we could live in, you know, the Midwest for a while or with parents. So that kind of helps us with our financial freedom and planning. And it comes back around again to trust like, where are we going to be? Are we going to be able to figure things out? The answer to me, in my mind, after going through this whole exercise and talking it through and doing the five-step process that we just spoke about, the answer is yes. And everything's going to be all right. And a matter of fact, the more that we lean into spending more money and meeting more people and taking more people out and sending more gifts and the more that we're actually putting out into the universe, it's just really odd how your brain kind of like expands and it attracts more. As soon as you let go of the clinging and the grasping and trying to save money and trying to like hoard it a little bit, the easier it's going to be to earn more of it. For instance, Sophie just booked um, or she was asking about a trip to Cabo for one of her mastermind groups, right? And it's a three-day trip that's going to cost five grand to Cabo. Not mentioning our time as well, but Cabo is an amazing place. Let's face it, right? Uh, And it's going to be in December, but there was initial hesitation there on my end because it's like, (laughs) man, $5,000 for three days. I'm just doing the math on like how much it's going to cost us for lodging and food and like how much that could have been if we were, you know, somewhere else. But the thing is, is that most likely all it will take is for us to meet one person out there, you know, for either Sophie or myself to be able to set up a program um, or for someone to become an investor and, and spend fifty to to $100,000 in one of our syndications, or just to be a, a, an overall customer, or to create a connection there. Where we learn something that will completely ramp up our lives. Most likely, what's going to happen is all three of those things are going to happen. And in the long run, that $5,000 that we had spent to invest in that trip is going to be worth it. And so I just wanted to give you guys a window into what that feels like, because for me, It's very hard to justify a $5,000 expense, especially if we don't have any solid income coming in at this point. That just goes to show you how much my mindset has changed.
1: Well, can I say something?
0: Uh Uh-oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) So again, being real and open and authentic right now, like Derek was saying, those patterns, you know, those old patterns and those old ways of conditioning, when you start to challenge them they're going to come back full force, louder than ever, like guns blazing.
0: In terms of fear or fear, resistance? Fear,
1: resistance, all of those Rationalization. Things. Yeah, like all of the things that you just mentioned. And again, being mindful in that moment and switching gears like Derek did in terms of like, hey, this is what I would have felt and I do feel it currently, but I'm aware enough to be able to mm-hmm. change course of the thought of this you know, the direction of this particular thought so that I can change my action and you know and and just be opened up to like more possibility instead of seeing it as a linear transaction. Again, you know, it's it's an investment in us. It's an investment in our experience, in our time and our energy. And so we're just grateful enough to be able to share these conversations with you in real time, because they're not comfortable, but they're very necessary. And unless you have the courage, and, and I say that, like highlighted, like it is you to have these conversations, you have to be very courageous. And so yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I think that, again, that comes back to the mindset piece of you being able to prepare yourself for this, have the conversations. Um, It's a journey. Sophie and I have been working on this for, what would you say, in earnest, maybe five years, I think, this dream of being able to work uh, for ourselves. And it wasn't until our skills lined up with our knowledge and the people that we've met and our mindset kind of guiding through all of those things that this was able to, to manifest. So that being said, you guys, I don't know if I want to add anything else. I want to keep this one short and sweet and spend the rest of the time that you guys would have listened, been listening to some of our other podcasts, just reflecting on what we've said, Uh, because I think that some inner work needs to happen. We always need to be working on ourselves. And so I'd encourage you today to take some time, listen to yourself, understand what would be your ideal state, what would be things that you want to do in your vision, and then start to go through the five steps to be able to get there. (laughs) I appreciate you guys listening all the way through to the end. Please, wherever you're listening to the podcast, uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, or rate and review, and tell us what you think. We want to know how to get better, and uh, we really want to help you out, our audience, the best that we can, and we can't do that without any feedback. So please, um, wherever you're listening or watching this, Please let us know. We want to uh, improve. And so we love feedback. And that being said, this is Sophie. (laughs) And
1: And this is Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: try that again. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we are signing off for today. And we'll see you at our next destination. Thank you, guys.
1: Bye.